Okay, very good. So um, let's go to the Lord. Father God, we thank you that we are a praying church. We thank you that we are a church who recognizes our desperate need for you, Lord. We pray that you would be with Steve and his team as they go forth to Damascus this weekend, Father God. Give them the strength, the joy, um, the passion, and the humility to serve and the boldness to preach and proclaim your word, Father God. I thank you for those that are going with them, Father God, for those who um, aren't able to go, Lord, I pray that you will just um, continue to sustain them as they discover other opportunities and ways that they can serve. And I thank you for Steve's leadership. I pray for our small group leaders as well, Lord, lift them up, strengthen and encourage them and help us as a church to build new leaders that can continue to serve in the groups that we have, but also in new groups. And Lord, be with us in our time tonight. Bless this, these donuts and coffee, Lord, that you provided for us. But we pray ultimately for your spirit to reveal your truth through your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So we are at week five. And if you haven't gone ahead and read through it, I will briefly go through again. The intent is not to read word for word what's in the, the curriculum. There's no way that I would get through it. Um, and so I'll give you a like a 20,000 foot perspective of what we talked about, or what we read through. If you don't have the books, let us know. Um, I can print out a few. I printed out a couple earlier this week and dropped them off to some wonderful ladies on Sunday morning. So if you're looking for like the printout and you know if the online thing is working for you, work it. If it ain't, let us know. Um, but as long as you're having some type of means to go through it in a way that's that you actually can digest. I know there's a lot we ask of you guys, especially for our small groups as well. We ask you to read through those devotionals five days, and then I'm asking you to do this. It's all about your growth, right? Um, it's all about your growth, and so I pray that you're interested in doing so. So the other 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 day, I was building one of those IKEA dressers. You guys know what those those deals, all right? I hate those things. They have like a thousand and five pieces. It took me five hours pretty much last night to build this dresser. But before this one, a few days ago, I was building one for Christopher and Caleb in their room. And I started off putting this deal together. And, you know, I'm a guy, right? So I follow most instructions, right? But, you know, not all of them, right? I'm like, I got this, right? And so I'm putting this thing together, and I'm like two hours into it, and I've got the, the frame of the dresser built, but there's a bottom panel that the drawers fit into, and that booger was backwards, right? And so the drawers couldn't go into the dresser. So guess what I had to do? I take that bad boy apart, right? And I felt like an idiot, and of course, I should have just read the instructions. And so I, I think in life, and I'll use the analogy, I've kind of switched it up a little bit, but we, as God's people, have a mission. We're building God's kingdom, right? And we're moving forward, and we're preaching and proclaiming, and we're trying to help everybody get to know Jesus. But there are times where we have some of our walk or some of our personhood, I would say personhood, is sometimes a little backwards, right? And we can't effectively help others become disciples of Christ until we adjust those things within us. And so today we're going to talk about awareness, being aware of those little backwards tendencies that some of us have, right? Um, some sin issues, maybe some issues of giftedness, right? Not just bad stuff, but good stuff as well. Um, some personality things, some things in our experience, some things in our past, we need to be aware of those things before we try to go out and build God's kingdom. We need to kind of do some self-reflection. And so that's essentially what they're asking us to do today. This is not going to happen in one night. You understand what I'm saying? Amen, Barry? 
Where you at, Barry? I'm usually looking. Is Barry here tonight? Not Barry, Barry. Barry Hobbs. There Barry is. Yeah. I need Amen Corner somewhere, somebody. It takes a lifetime to become aware of your biases, become aware of your, your limps spiritually, to become aware of your emotional issues, right? When I say issues, I mean things that we're carrying through from our childhood and so forth on. Um, two days ago, um, the pastors and I, uh, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Brian, went to an emotional care conference for pastors, right? And there are things that guys got up to share that they've been dealing with, but they've been in ministry for 40 years, right? And so we just need to be aware of what those issues are. And so we're going to go through and talk about, and again, we can't figure this out in one night. Amen? Amen. <laughs> we're going to just touch on the surface. And if you haven't read ahead this week, cool. You've got the next week to kind of like start working through this. But really, this is a lifetime assignment. So there's a few different unique Nisses, as they call them here in the content. Um, there's your unique design, your unique sin, which I'm not going to pick on you too much, but we're going to talk about sin, your unique history, and your unique spiritual gifting. All right, so those are kind of the four unique experiences or awarenesses that you should have of yourself. So beginning with your unique design, Psalm 139, 13 through 16 reads, you are formed Excuse me. And you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. We talked about this in week one. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven together in the depths of the earth. You saw or your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book. We were written. Every one of them, the days were formed for me as they are yet, there was none of them. So basically God's forming us in our inward way, our unique way, our secret way. Um, all of the weird little hitches that we have about ourselves, all of the unique little ways we have, God made all of those, right? And so those are things that we should be aware of. Um, for example, your personality, right? Anyone ever been called weird? Okay, good, right? We're all weird. If you're not weird, raise your hand. You're wrong. Every one of us is weird because God has made us uniquely. Um, what about your physical attributes, right? Some of us have red hair. Some of us have brown hair. Some of us have whatever. You, you know what I'm saying, right? Um, God made us all unique. What about your place of birth, where you were raised at? Anybody ever thought about that? We talk about this a lot in, I think, week two when it comes to, like, knowing where God's placed you. What about your, um, your generation that you were raised in, right? We talked a little bit about baby boomers um, earlier this week. We had some discussions about that particular demographic and how that makes them, how they're unique to, like, Gen Xers and Gen Zers and so forth. And so do you understand that God placed you where he wanted you? for a particular reason. And if we go back to, I think, week three, we understand that those all come together for us to contribute towards God's global mission to glorify Him, demonstrate and declare His glory throughout the earth. So there's a couple write-ins that we're going to just pass through. If you haven't had a chance to do those, I, I pray that you would. But they're actually pretty good. Um, there's one question. How would you see these four factors that we just talked about shaping your mission? What did you learn about yourself and God from the amount of influence these factors have had on your life, though they were established long before you were born. I sat down with a guy from lunch uh, for breakfast this morning, Ben Lopresti. Anybody know him? 
from um, James River Community Church back over here. Anyway, he was a pastor. Or he's a pastor. We had nothing in common but the gospel, right? But it was great that we could see how God had uniquely shaped and gifted him and gave him his past and gave me mine as well and how we kind of started to meet and, and God brought us together for a unique opportunity. So anyway, um, let's move on. Let's get a little personal, right? Your unique sin um, and not just your unique sin, but maybe sin that has resulted in you being affected, right? So I was, I can't call this, I'll call it sin. I was given up for adoption at birth, right? From, from the jump, I had a unique experience because of a tragic situation between a man and a woman, right? That totally changed the direction of my life, right? And so that issue, that situation, I look and see God's sovereignty in that. Do you understand what I'm saying, folks? If you've been adopted, you've kind of hopefully come to the point where you've, anybody adopted in here other than me? I talk about this a lot. I feel like there's someone else I've spoken to, but or fostered. I was fostered. Okay, yeah. And so those are interesting changes in our life. And if you've worked with um, foster families before, you'll see how they really can impact someone's life in an awesome way. And of course, your personal sin, things that we have done in our lives that have altered the course of our lives, right? And so those are just components of our story that God is going to use for His glory. Um, what about your unique history? <laughs> I had to get to it. Your unique history, the things that you've experienced, your military career perhaps, right? Or maybe your career at the shipyard, or maybe your experience with music, teaching other people, or maybe your... Oh gosh, help me out. Whatever your unique experiences are, whatever those things are that have happened in your life, that is a part of God's plan for your life. And you need to be aware of it, right? And when I left the military, I needed to be keenly aware of my military background and the influence that it had on me. Because if I was going to get a civilian job, I couldn't say whoa and roger that and copy and track and all that stuff. You understand what I'm saying? I needed to be aware of those things because I wasn't going to be employed by anyone unless it was like a contractor or something that worked for the veteran um, or for DOD, right? And so these are just different components of our lives that we need to be aware of. I needed to be aware of getting married. My wife's from Baltimore. She's a East Coast kind of city girl. I was from Charlotte, North Carolina. I needed to be aware of some of my history my traditions that I brought into our marriage and the conflicts that were coming, I wasn't really aware of most of them. I figured out real quick, though, that you can't just boss her around, right? And so these are things that we just need to be aware of. So let's review really quickly. Um, number one was your unique design, right? Physically who you are. Uh, number two was your unique sin, things that you've done and that has happened to you. These are things that we need to be aware of when considering God's mission. Number three was your unique your unique history, right? Your experiences in life. And lastly, your unique spiritual gifts. What are your God-given gifts? Now, there's a whole uh, sermon series, or excuse me, podcast that Pastor Ryan did last spring in Equip on spiritual gifts. We are not about to go through that right now because it's going to take way too long. I would encourage you to go to our website and check out the Equip from 2021. And there's three series he did on spiritual giftedness. It's really good. I've got a list here that we're going to reference for, um, for our work group deal a little bit later on. But you need to be aware of what your spiritual gifts are. If you are gifted in hospitality, I am not. I need to know that, right? Amen, Brian? Yeah. 
<laughs> because I need you to help me with that aspect of, of my walk. And, and there are certain things that I'm just not going to be really well at. If you're gifted with administration, amen, Barry? And I am not. <laughs> I need to know that about you because there are things that we have in the church that we need to get done. If you're gifted to teach. Amen, Marianne? Her name's Marianne, right? Did I, is she here? I'm Marianne. No, you're Marianne. Oh, gosh, Marilyn. I'm so bad at names. I'm not gifted at remembering names, obviously. Miss um, Chapel, if you're gifted to... T- Mallory, darn it. If you're... If, I know. There's an A in there somewhere, too. But y'all get what I'm saying, right? We need to be aware of our spiritual gifts. And if you don't know what they are, that's cool. We got you, right? Here's the first thing that you need to do. If you're not aware of your spiritual gifts, go listen to Pastor Ryan's podcast from Equip from last spring, okay? It's three different series. It's, if we just give you... Like, hey, this is your gift, this is your gift, without really equipping you, praying through it, and seeing you go through it. Spiritual gift assessments can be a little um, uh, misleading, right? So work through that, pray through that, and then um, help us to help you with that process if you're not aware of them. But you need to be aware of them for the body, okay? So those four awarenesses are what we're going to kind of break down into our groups and talk about here in a second. I would encourage you to... Again, first, be vulnerable, and second, just really ask some. I think we're at the point now, this is week five, where we should be a little bit more comfortable with each other. You should kind of know the folks in your groups. Ask some pointed questions. If you're not getting below surface level answers at this point, I need somebody within the group to, to take that shovel and dig a little deeper. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's time that we start getting below that you know, that initial sod, and, and let's get to some of the depth, because that's really where the, the treasures are in our conversation. So um, we're going to split up like this. We have two, four, six, seven groups, right, Barry? Um, yep. So I will say group one, uh, excuse me, this side over here. Can you guys take question one? We're going to have like 15 minutes and some change, right? Here in the middle, can you guys take question two? Bill and... Oh, gosh. I'm so bad with names. Oh, wait. I know your name. Carmesita. Carmelita. Oh, man. That was so, that was so close. If you guys on this side of the room could take question three. Um, I'll give you 15 minutes. Are there? And then you guys see the discussion questions in the back there? Um, and then we'll get through those three in 15 minutes. Still, all right. We'll see you in 15.